It's coming up to eight minutes past ten. Mal Meninga joins us as he does every Wednesday. It is Immortal Wednesday. It is Queensland Great Wednesday. It is Mal Meninga Wednesday. Hello, mate. Magic to, uh, welcome to Magic Round Week. I could, thanks, Benny. I could use a few more adjectives or less adjectives with that, that Wednesday. <laughs> uh, big Mal's on, I tell you. Uh, Thank well, you, Mal. Yeah, Wanker no. Mel, uh, Wanker Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't go down that Can path. I say that? Are I allowed to say that or what? Well, you just did, so that's all right. <laughs> um, uh, oh, where do I go from that? Now, uh, uh, have you landed? Have you landed in town yet for Magic Round? Because uh, the entire rugby league world is converging here. No, oh, what a great weekend Magic Round is! It's one of my favourite weekends of football. I'm definitely up. So I actually flew in last night, Benny, and I. Um, I'm down at the Titans training this morning. Uh, they're going gangbusters after their big win down in Brookie against Manly. Uh, looking forward to the weekend's game. They, as mentioned just previously, you know, they sort of bookend the, the weekend. They're the last game on Sunday against the Mighty Eels. Mm, how are they looking, Mal? Because they, to me, your Titans are the Jekyll and Hyde of the competition. One week they can blow away Manly, but then the week before they can blow one of the bigger leads we've seen. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um that's, I guess, that's the perception of the of the Titans at the moment. You know, so I mean, they're, they're a good footy side, Ben. Um, it's you know, it's been a really exciting competition, hasn't it? From week to week, you just don't know who's going to win. It's yeah. so close this year, and it's exciting finishes and great to see the Tigers, you know, get their first win for nearly a year. <laughs> you know, so that was exciting. And, and uh, over Penrith, the Raiders down at, and over Penrith, it's unbelievable at Bathurst. Terrible conditions, and uh, they handled conditions really, really well. So, I mean, that was a fantastic victory. So, there's going to be some exciting, you know, games over the over the, the long weekend with you know the Magic Round, and and it's just become a bit of a festival now. It's just a really great weekend for any rugby league follower to go along, regardless of what teams are playing. Just watch some good footy and enjoy themselves. Mel, I want to drill down on the Titans. What have you seen since you, I know it's last night that you arrived in town, but you, you've seen them train, have you spoken to them, have you spoken to Justin Holbrook? What, what's the vibe? What are you telling them? Give us the inside word. <laughs> oh, it's all about consistency. You talked about Jekyll and Hyde, but it is about consistency from week to week. Um, they've had some really good performances this year. Oh, they beat Storm at home as well, you know, so massive points scored by each side, but, you know, it's all. Last week there was around a defensive focus, which I really enjoyed. Um, I, I love the their focus and what they did. You know, going down to playing at Brookvale against Manly, uh, great win. Uh, but it's based based on defence, and there's some fundamentals in the game that you need to to do each week. And defensively, you know, um, that's how you win footy games. They're, they're a really exciting attacking team. They can score points from any part of the field. The yeah. Titans, but it's around that that work ethic area around their defensive uh, qualities. Yeah, Tanner Boyd looked a million dollars, but again, on the back of defence as well. So he stepped up. You, you've lost AJ Brimson um, this weekend yep. again. So trying to keep the same 17 on the park has been difficult, but uh, Jaden Campbell coming yeah, in. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Jaden Campbell well, coming in. Difficult. The difficult part is around your spine. You know, we started with Sammy Verrills and uh, Tanner, um, AJ and um, Kieran Foran, you know, so that, that was sort of the, the, the thoughts going into the start of the year, but um, I don't think we've had that, that combination once, mm. you know, through the whole first nine rounds. So yeah, it's, it makes things really difficult if you haven't got your spine, you know, in control each week. But um, 
you know, it's part of the learning curve, isn't it? You know, around the team, that's what rugby league is about at the moment. It started really early. A lot of people coming off short preparations. The World Cup last year, a lot of injuries, a lot of sin bidding, a lot of suspensions. Uh, it's all happening this year. And then the quality of the game has been excellent. The closeness of the game has been excellent. You know, the Dolphins have been exceeded all everyone's expectations, I guess, except for themselves and Wayne. Um, but it's been a, been a terrific year so far. Uh, well, Mal, you've, you've slid me into a topic that I, I did want to ask you about. You, your old mate, Wayne, um, coached you way back uh, at Souths. You went uh, before going down to Canberra. You linked up there. He's about to coach his 900th game at the at – the, and that's just that's yeah. just in New South Wales NRL era. Yeah. We're, we're not talking that's about right. in the yeah, Brisbane Rugby League. He, um, we, we actually had a caller yesterday because, Mal, I was asking, what do you get a bloke for his 900th? Right? <laughs> what do you get to ce- celebrate or commemorate that? And, and a yeah. caller said, you know what? We should make him an immortal as a coach and make a new bracket, a new – uh, I guess a new category, and have him as the only coaching immortal. You sit, you you sit yeah. on the immortal panel. Actually, Wayne sits on that panel too, doesn't he? Do you reckon he'd have a bar of that? He does. Yeah. Um, oh, he'll be fairly humble around all that. You know, as Wayne is, you know. So, um, but I think um, the game should celebrate all facets of the game, not only players but coaches, administrators, which we do with the Hall of Fame, as as everyone knows. So, yeah. I mean. Is there another level to the Hall of Fame? I think so. Yeah, I, I believe. I mean, Jack Gibson would have been. I mean, based on success, uh, there'd be a whole heap of coaches that have come under under um, the microscope. But certainly Wayne, I don't think there's been any other coaches coached 900 games yeah. and had the success that he's had. I mean, I, I was with Wayne at the police academy. Man, That's you right. Know, way back yeah. in the middle 70s, you know. So um, it, it was highly successful. Then coached South early years, went to Brothers, back to South. Uh, come down and coach the Raiders for one year with Donny Ferner, um, then had that great uh, coaching career with the Broncos. Mm-hmm. And then every club he's been to um, has had some sort of success, hasn't it? You know, so um, and look at the Dolphins at the moment. They've, they've been really good. It's been a fantastic year by the Dolphins. And uh, it, all, it all sort of puts to bed all our thoughts around the, the quality of depth and we shouldn't expand our competition. There's obviously thoughts about going to a, an 80s team. I just feel that the benefits, the the the, uh, the consequences of thinning out the competition or the players in different clubs has actually equalised the competition. So it's, it's, I think it's a good thing. Outstanding. I'm glad you went there, Mal, because today we're expecting to hear, well, not expecting, we know the AFL is going to announce Tasmania as their 19th team. So they are expanding. And um, during the news break, I got a text off Luke Hodge saying that it's going to be at 2 o'clock, that announcement. We thought it may have been while uh, we were on air this morning. But 2 o'clock today, the Australian sporting landscape changes. And I know Peter Volandis will not be sitting around taking this too kindly, (laughs) the fact that this is dropping during Magic Round, you know. So I I think this may accelerate... I think this may accelerate the the NRLs. Like right, AFL are doing this. We we, we can't be gazumped. We we need to we need to start expanding. So I'm, I'm glad you touched on that. That's that's what I think a knock on effect will be there. Mal, I'm looking at the clock. It is quarter past ten. What what I'm going to do? I'm, I'm going to take a break now because I want to give you some thinking moments to talk me through one your magical team as we're doing for magical round or who the players are that that brought you the most magic. The ones that. Every time they got the ball, they were going to do something. Then I also yep. want to know 
as a former Queensland coach and now as obviously a, 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 the Australian coach. Who, who is the who is the blue you fear the most? Because what Brad Fittler and who Brad Fittler selects is going to go a long way to determining this series. So you've got a couple of minutes to think about that. I've got texts coming through as well and phone calls, Mal. So it's all happening this morning. We'll be back okay. with that on the other side of this quarter past 10 SENQ. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. Mornings with Ben Davis. 21 past 10, 23 degrees here in God's country. We're looking at a top of 26. No rain on the horizon. This is brilliant setting it up for Magic Round. We are flying through a Wednesday morning. Mal Meninga, my guest, as he is every Wednesday at this time. Magic Round and Origin is on the menu. Uh, Mal, we've got text flying through here with uh, some magical player nominations. Uh, let me see. Michael has said, Benny, for me, G.I. is the player I love to watch. Yeah. Lucky enough to be at Suncorp with the kids when he beat the whole Broncos team to score that great try for Souths. Yeah. And every time it gets replayed, I tell the kids that they got to witness that try. Oh, here's one in from your – and he goes on, Michael. He said, growing up supporting brothers, Smoke and Joe Kilroy was a joy to watch. We used to go and just uh, it's about every match brothers played and waited for him to do something special. You played against him, didn't, didn't you, Mel? Yeah, I did. He, and uh, Smoke and Joe played for Norse too in their premiership winning year in 1980 when, I, when the South, Mighty South, you know, played against him. And he was, had an unbelievable game that day too as well. So, yeah, he was a, he was an exceptional talent. <laughs> Erratic, but exceptional <laughs> talent. He could do something special. Hey, Betty Mine, yeah. Eric Groth. Oh, Eric Grove, the, senior. Eric Grove, Parramatta. Yeah. You know, unbelievable. I mean, every time he touched the ball, he was going to do something. He'd run over someone. Yeah. But he was so quick as well for his man of his size. I used to I used to love watching him all the time, and I was lucky enough to play footy with him, you know, for Australia. He was – and a good fella. Oh, there you go. What, what was he like to try and stop? Did he play on your side oh, of the field? Hard. Yeah. It was a bit like he, – he ran – he had this running motion where he sort of leaned forward, so it was very hard to – tackle around the legs or up up top you know so he was uh he just run straight over top he did that many many times um and he was i remember, I think remember i played we played origin um they had a special move must be in the Parramatta move and then they got the ball it was like a winger in off uh, of a bit of a switch play as we called it and uh, he ran through the whole forward pack queensland <laughs> forward pack and scored wow. on the post this is in about the first five minutes <laughs> And they got off to about 15 nil. We end up beating them 23-15. 15 nil after about 10, 12 minutes, and then we end up beating them. Outstanding stuff. We'll get into Origin in just a moment. I've seen another text come through here, and and these are these are in your wheelhouse too, Mal. Um, I back Jarrell Yao Yi, robbed of so many memories. How yeah. good was he when he turned JT inside out? Yeah, Broncos v Cowboys, and. John goes on to say, what about Big Gino in the forwards with his basketball pass offloads? There we go. Forwards getting a start. Well, Gino covered yeah. both positions, didn't he? Well, he did, yeah. He, he's transitioned to the forwards. Uh, he's probably, well, he's a great centre, um, but he's, he had touched the ball more times in the forwards and was even more damaging, I reckon. Um, and, mm. uh, he had a great pass, one-handed basketball pass over the top or, you know, 
behind or whatever the case may be. He had big hands and, you know, he was an exceptional player. Probably underrated by a lot of, by a lot of people, but he was certainly one of the greatest centres that played the game. Well, he's your right-hand man too, or maybe you were his right-hand man. I'm trying to figure it out. When it came to State of Origin, he chairman of selectors and part and ruling over the the, the, the dynasty that, that you had for, for Queensland. Before I ask you who's the blue you fear the most today in 2023, who was the player you put most work into when you were coach of Queensland? <laughs> oh, dear. Most work into? Yeah, as um, in who, who was the one that you feared the most? Oh, playing against? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like when you were co- um, when you were coach, that is when you were coach. No, here's here's one for you. I didn't, I didn't fear, I didn't fear the Blues. Uh, I felt I feared what our performance is going to be. Ooh. You know, so a lot of our a lot of our preparations around us and and um, what we should be doing, what what um, measurements that we hold ourselves accountable to. So. Every game we go into, obviously we do a bit of homework on the Blues, but it's all about our performance, making sure that those 17 players are ready to go when they ran on the field on that Wednesday night. So our greatest fear, people ask me that often about, you know, which was the hardest player to tackle and things like that. I always say the hardest person to overcome is yourself. You know, so that's that's the difficult thing about playing sport or doing anything in life. You know, you actually got to get yourself right before you can you know, help others. So it's about your own personal preparation and mentality and attitudes going into things. So I fear, I fear that we've, our, our preparation wasn't good enough. I'm going to have to say, that makes sense. I'm writing all this down. We're going to have to start a book, I reckon, or a series of mal quotes <laughs> and, and ways I to mean, live by. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just, you, you fear, you don't fear. I mean, you, you respect your opposition. Um, they've got a blue jersey on and some of those, players you play against, um, your mates and who you play club land in. So yeah. there's, there's huge respect between the two teams, but you don't fear them. There's a fear of failure. That's that's oh, that's failure, what happens yes. when you start to yep. you know, mature and get experience as a player. And your rep, in your rep scene, that's what it's all about. It's around that, your preparation, your attitude and your commitment, all those sort of things that come to the fore as opposed to your your skill set because all those players are very skillful and all great players in their own right. So it's around your willingness to dig deep and do as best you possibly can and don't let your mate down. Just don't let your mate down. Writing these down, Mal, these are, these are, these are brilliant. You know, I, I, almost, I started the show with a bit of uh, uh, Sun Tzu, the art of war. If you know your yes. enemy and you know yourself, you need right. not to fear the result of 100 battles. So I reckon we're, right. we're tapping exactly into a right. bit of that action. Yeah. Uh, Mal yeah. Meninga, as he is every Wednesday, all thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Head into Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. All right, Mal, Origin. This is the one we've been waiting for. We've been building yep. into it, been leading into it. The, the question I've been asking um, our listeners today, which blue do you fear the most in 2023? Now, who is it that you don't want them to pick, Mal? Who is it that you fear looking through a Blues team that they could? I well, know you just said about fear of failure. Pick or get picked. Yeah, yeah. Oh, who's that? <laughs> Isaiah Yo. I, I think he's, from a team perspective, I, I believe he is the most influential player in the game. Yeah. Um, and I say that because he releases, releases, you know, young Nathan Cleary and, um, and Luai, Jerome Luai as well. And, you know, at the Penrith Panthers, he releases, you know, Dylan Edwards. So he, his, his middle field play with the ball and, and without it um, is exceptional. Um, I work with him 
uh, over in with the Kangaroos on the world in the World mm. Cup, and you know, I got a huge respect for his ability and his ability to lead men, and he's the guy that I think binds is the glue that binds the the teams together, and he's such an uh, exceptional fellow, but so much influence he has over the team and the key guys, which is your seven and six. Well, that's where I want to get to because Brad Fittler for me is the blue I fear the most because he is going to eventually make or ultimately, I should say, make a call as in to who wears that six and seven jersey. And we know Nathan is going to be a lock for number seven. So who yep. do they pick at number six, Mal? Yeah, no, it's a, it's a really good point, Ben, because it is up in the air. If you've got, uh, with, you know, your successor at the moment obviously is... Uh, Jerome Luai, when who plays for him at Clubland, and I just mentioned that he has that cohesion, familiarity with Isaiah Isaiah Yeo and Nathan Cleary, and that's you know they play as a as a as a group, um, which is really important at Origin, particularly first game. I think first game is really is probably the most important game of the series because they get cohesion and and combinations improve as the series goes on. Um, there's a lot more expansive footy played in game two and game three, but game one's a bit more clunky because the teams have just got together and they've got to get the best out of themselves. So combinations and club combinations are really important. We were lucky with Queensland because we had Cameron Smith and uh, Cooper Cronk and, and uh, Billy Slater, you know, come from Melbourne club. So that combination was was already there, you know, so it sort of helped our preparation going into into game one. So I, I, for me personally, if I'm coach, I'm Freddie Fittler, I wouldn't try to change anything. I Maybe I put a Nico Hines at 14 uh, to get him into into origin and then look at how did Jerome and 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 Nathan and, and Isaiah com- combine and then maybe Nico comes in game two and three. Because you have, what, three, four sessions before game one? Because yeah. game one is so... It's so logistics heavy with sponsors and uh, with commitments in, in that regard. Um, it, both teams are playing. Well, the game's in Adelaide, so you have to travel right. to get there. So so what, you, right. you really, what, three, four sessions? And are, are they solid sele- sessions? Um, well, not really because they're coming off the back of like 10, like heaps of uh, rugby league, really. So, mm. I mean, you, the idea of, of your, your camps is to try to freshen them up but at the same time get enough into them that, that cohesive, um, you know, system that you're trying to try to um, develop, you know, with the way the way they play, is um, is there. So it's a it's a really is a balancing act um, through the week about what you guess you get out of the team and what you concentrate on. So, predominantly, it's it's more defence, um, and then you allow the skill sets of the players to to meld in how they want to play. You know, so the players have a fair say in that, but defensively. Really critical, you know. So and that's again that comes down to combinations, and um, you know, with the Penrith side as an example, you know, the right side, you know, you got Liam Martin, Nathan Cleary, uh, Stephen Crichton, and uh, Brian Toho. You know, yeah. so all of a sudden you've got a right side Penrith uh, defensive unit as well. So that's important part of the decision making. So, so it's a lot more depth to actually picking teams and and who you put in the into the team because. It has an impact on on systems and the way they play each week. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's difficult sometimes. Well, we don't think Liam Martin's going to be there. I just don't think he's played enough footy and where he's, he's got that mystery hamstring that just keeps going yeah. out. What about Jake Trojevic? We, we know that he's not going to be around for game one. How big a blow is that for the Blues? Uh, a big blow because he's so important to 
the, the cultural piece, you know, how hard they train, uh, how they carry themselves through the week, you know, all the conversations they have. They have he's, he's such a passionate Blues player, loves putting on the jersey, and then he just goes out and just does his job, doesn't he? Like he's he's there. He's a you know just keeps working hard with the ball defensively. He's outstanding, um, you know, and great leader. You know, so they'll they'll miss him terribly, as shown you know last year. You know they lost. I think they lost game one, didn't they? He didn't even play. Yeah, exactly. And um, game one was that when was that when Azayo got knocked out? Yes. Uh, yes. So and yes, there's there been see. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cam Murray in game three. Yeah, it's all happening. Yes. Um, Mel, and you would know too because yeah, I'm just – It's all coming back. <laughs> it's, all com- it's all coming back. Yeah. Um, thank you for running the rule over – any other magical players off the top of your head before I let you go? Oh, well, I've got some favourites from, from the past. I just think um, people like Reese Walsh, I'm looking forward to watching. You know, I look forward to watching him every week at the moment. He's such an exceptional – player and speed and everything he t- every time he touches the football something happens the James Tedesco's I think are, are great uh, I love the love the hookers Harry Grant's one of my favorites I love watching Harry play yeah. and so much influence he has on them on the game at the moment um, do any of them hold you know, a candle to, to Rowdy sorry do any of them hold a candle to Rowdy Dale Shearer oh Rowdy <laughs> well, well the, the bigger the game the the bigger the players from Rowdy, yeah. you know, so you know what you're going to get at Origin Australian level. <laughs> not quite a club level. Not, not quite sure what's, what sort of Rowdy we'll get. Um, but, yeah, but, you know, I just think that there's some exciting talent we run around this weekend, particularly all the fullbacks. You know, the fullbacks are, uh, they're the, the main men at this stage eh, of, of the competition. Every, every, I think every club has got an outstanding fullback. Nice one. Mate, we will uh, look forward to uh, your commentary over the weekend with Fox for Magic Round. We'll also look forward to hearing you and your dulcet tones tomorrow for the throwdown. Mal Meninga after, uh, that's 11 o'clock tomorrow, isn't it? Yes, so you're all geared up, ready to roll. It's been an absolute, roll. It's, it's been a pleasure on, uh, look, well, let's stick with Immortal Wednesday, shall we? Rather than your, okay. yeah, yeah, rather than, not the other one. Not okay. the other one. <laughs> I won't say that. I won't say anymore. I was just trying to be. Well, it's a bit of a dad's, yeah. dad's joke, eh? Yeah, no, you know, so I'm with you. there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, exactly. Yep. But it doesn't I couldn't fit. think of another W. That's the problem. <laughs> it we, goes with Wednesday. We've got a week to work on it. We'll workshop it. Right. Workshop Wednesday. Right. right. Okay, there you go. Right That's on. it. Beauty. Well thanks, done, Mel. Man. Enjoy the week. Mel Meninga, <laughs> all thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Rush into Chemist Warehouse today and grab Inc. Protein. That's I-N-C. Protein powering tomorrow today at 10.35.